Well, hello there, stranger. Have you ever, uh, have you have you ever thought to yourself, I need a workout that just builds muscle in my right arm? No. Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> if if that happens, have you se- have you se- the new internet trend where everyone's making whipped coffee? Oh. Is that up? Have you seen it? Has that updated the trend of everyone making fresh bread? Uh, I think so. Okay, it, you've you've seen it, right? Everyone's making whipped coffee. I don't think I've seen that yet. No. Okay, so whipped coffee. You take equal parts water, instant coffee, and sugar, and you put it in a bowl and you whip it for like I don't know, five minutes or something. Well, it depends how you do it. If you've got like a hand mixer, it doesn't take very long. Um, <laughs> but it like, it goes stiff. It like turns into like a meringue type oh. consistency. Oh, wow. And then you, you, then you put it, you layer it on top of like a glass of milk and you huh. end up with this like sugary iced coffee kind of, oh. you know, whatever. So huh. if you want a crazy workout on your right arm. <laughs> sure. Do it with a whisk instead of a hand mixer. <laughs> oh my gosh! For like Did four you do minutes, I'm just yeah. For like four oh, minutes, wow. as as intensely as one can whip a whisk. Yeah, I'm just like whipping. I'm whisking away. And was it worth it? No. Well, hmm. I mean, it was tasty. The problem sure. is, like, it's you know the mixture that you put in on top of the milk. Right. Is a third sugar. <laughs> right. it was just, so it was just really, really sugary, really sure. sweet. Yeah. Uh, like sickeningly sweet for uh, me because I don't like I don't have a lot of sugar. And so oh, cool. this was uh, and I, like I don't even drink sugar in my coffee. And so mm. it was like it was really. So I'm going to I want to see I want to try it again and see if it will work without the sugar. But I don't know or with much less sugar. But I don't know if the sugar is what's causing it to stiffen. Or right. like I, I I don't know I don't understand enough of the chemistry to because it like changes color too. Huh. It goes from like a dark brown. I mean, it's just water, sugar, and coffee. Yeah. But it turns like like a light mocha brown kind of. It's so weird. It's such a weird chemistry process that's happening. Wow. I wonder but, what Bill Nye has to say about it. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. How are you doing? I'm good. It's uh, another week in our new reality. Yeah. Yeah. That's being that we're all cyborgs. <laughs> but what are you talking about? Just that we're still self-isolating. Right. We're, we're not recording in the same room. Right. And we're encouraging others to do the same as we are. And we're encouraging others not to judge us saying, hey, it sounds like they're in the same room. Why aren't they self-isolating? Well, we are. Right. Okay. Yeah. That, that, Speaking of which, I had mm. this weird thing that just happened. Interesting. That I need to tell everyone about. Oh, okay. Um, more than so, your right bicep being bigger than your left. Yes. Okay. Marginally more important. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, a friend of mine who, uh, uh, two friends of mine, one of one of which has been on the show a couple of times, both of which we've given shouts out to oh, several times. Yes. Uh, Carl and Emily. Good. Um, good people. Just had. Mexican food sent to my door. Oh, um, nice. Because they thought, like, okay, so uh, 
I've just I, I I had to spend I had to do the fourteen day self isolation thing. Sure. Um, not because we were traveling or anything, no, but no, because no. um, we found out that the public health phoned us and said you've been in contact with someone who right. has tested positive. Right. So go get tested sure. and self isolate yourself in the meantime. Right. Anyways, um, it's no longer the case. I'm no longer self quarantined. Right. Um, we never heard anything back, so we think we're negative. Um, but anyways, uh, so so they sent food to our door. Awesome. Um, Pub- public health. Fir- public health sent food to your door. No, no, Carl and Emily. Oh, um, I see. And which is amazing of them, and they're they're like the greatest people in the world. That is nice. Um, next to uh, James Earl Jones, but. Uh, <laughs> Yes. But it was this weird it's, so it's the first time I've had food come to my door with one of those like oh, delivery service. Sure. Like everyone's had a everyone's had a pizza delivered, but this oh, is yeah. like, you know, this is like Uber Eats or or <laughs> sure. skip the dishes or whatever. Yeah. And the strange thing, yeah, was because we're in this social distancing world. <laughs> sure. Everything's paid for in advance and then you drop oh. like they drop the food off at the door <laughs> and then you uh, and 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 then they leave, and then you open the door and you get the food. <laughs> right. Yeah. The whole a, a time contactless it, which, delivery, like it, right. that makes sense. And it, yeah. And it was such a strange mm. interaction. Well, it was mm-hmm. such a strange no interaction. Mm. Um, that it felt like home alone. <laughs> it felt like <laughs> which part? Like when little Nero's pizza shows up. Right. And he's like, you know, he's like, uh, I, I got your pizza, sir. And he's like, just, and he, and he's using he's using the 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 old gangster film right. clips from the old gangster film yes. to talk to him. He's like, just leave it on the doorstep. Yeah. Well, but you, you owe me twenty two fifty, sir. <laughs> oh yeah, says who? <laughs> you know, like it's just this whole like, right. you know, uh, I'm gonna give you to the count of ten to get your yellow, no good, stinking keister <laughs> off my property. One, two, ten, and like. like I don't know. It was just, I w- it was so reminiscent of that, so much so, that hmm. the whole time I was waiting for the food to come, all I could think about was making a sign <laughs> to, to, to put up against my the, the window of my door mm. that said, keep the change, you filthy animal. Uh, you should have. Which I, I should have. And I you didn't should've. do it, and I'm kicking myself for it. But all Maybe. of that is to say, Carl and Emily are incredible. Oh, just um, nice people. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like I've I've called Carl a dick a lot on this show. Well, and you've not done so with Emily, but you've called her out for not listening to the show. So I feel like this is a good balance that you've given them both a positive shout out. Yeah, and yep. Em, yep. and and in some ways, I'm retracting my yeah previous feelings. In some ways, yeah. In some ways, yeah. Well, we are going to be talking about movies today, particularly oh. our theme of, we're, we started a, a series, I guess you'd call it, where we're going to visit films from the past 30 years and year by year, we'll go back and we'll have a vote based on it. And this episode, we're going to be reviewing our vote from the 2018 segment. That was, it was 2018. <laughs> good. It was a good year. It's a dang good year. Dang good year. Yes. 
And uh, the film we'll be reviewing today is A Star is Born, the 2018 right. version. The Bradley Cooper starred and directed. Right. Uh, and Lady Gaga. Yes. And Sam Elliott. Yeah. 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 Sam yeah. Elliott. He's, you know. He's a guy. Man with the mustache. The man with the mustache. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you hadn't seen this film. Before. I had not. No. I ha- I had twice. Oh, cool. I want to say I think mm-hmm. twice. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? Um, you know, I I think, uh, and I think we're going to discuss this in a way that reflects this. I okay. I don't hate it. I don't good. love it. And not so good. Yeah, like I'm I'm on the fence, and. As we discuss this later on and throughout, I, I kind of want to be, I'm I'm the guy who's standing at the ticket line and I'm trying to decide if I tap my Visa card on the machine and pay my way to get into the film or if I just go home and play solitaire. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And I, I... I am but either quite... either way, like if if you if tap wasn't an option and you had to <laughs> you had to input your pin, then you're probably you're probably mm, out. No, it's too much effort. No, no, I you know I would enter my pin code. Like I I'm not that okay. flippant. Like it's I, I want to be would clear. You... I don't think it's a bad film. I'm just like right on the fence. Would you pay cash? Um, hmm, maybe I don't. What? How would that? I don't know if that's better or worse. What about Bitcoin? Yes. I would not use toilet paper, though. That's too valuable. That's too valuable. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But before we get into it, let's do some trivia. Okay. So you're going to notice, and I'm going to try and do an, an okay job of this, but I'm going to try and subtly reference as many Lady Gaga songs in this episode as possible. So just when we're doing this game of trivia, I'm really going to try and keep a good poker face. Okay. So, first question. Okay. Otherwise known as number one. So Uno. T- talks of a remake of A Star is Born began as early as 2011. And at that point... Like, it, like the 15th remake or whatever. <laughs> it honestly seems like that. And at that point, Clint Eastwood was attached to directing this film. Incredible director. Very interesting. The film's development then kind of transitioned into a neutral position for quite some time. And throughout that time of kind of a lull where nothing really gained traction, there were various actors who were approached to co-star in this film. And by co-star, I mean the role that eventually went to Bradley Cooper. Right, Jack. Jack's yeah. role. I'm going to give you six actors' names. Okay? Okay. I want you to choose three who you think were approached oh, and three gosh. that you think I'm lying about that were not approached. Okay. So I'm giving you six actors. you got to weed out the three fake, the three real that were approached. Okay. Okay. The first, yes. Leonardo DiCaprio. Ooh. The second, Ryan Gosling. The third, Will Smith. The fourth, Gerard Butler. Fifth, Tom Cruise. 
And the final, Jake Gyllenhaal. Hmm. Three of them were fake. Three of them were approached. Uh, run through those names for me again. You bet. DiCaprio, Gosling, okay. Will Smith, yep. Gerard Butler, Tom Cruise, Jake Gyllenhaal. Gosh. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to eliminate them one by one. Sure. So you're going to, you're going to list the fake ones one by one. I think so. Yeah. So I think Jake Gyllenhaal is, is BS. Okay. Um, you really like Jake Gyllenhaal and I think that's why he made it on this list. Sure. Um, who else? Uh, so DiCaprio, Gosling, Smith, Butler, Tom Cruise. Um, uh, Gerard Butler is an interesting one. I mean, the rest of them seem obviously with the except like Will Smith is obviously a, a would be a much different casting choice. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, and I wonder if the music style would like Will Smith is like a rap kind of. He guy. was. He was. So like I'm. I wonder if the music style would have been like. Yeah. What like what kind of change would that have made? To yeah. The film? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm gonna say I okay. I'm gonna list the ones I think it is. Sure. Tom Cruise. You think Tom Cruise is one? Okay. I think Tom Cruise just because. Yep. Because uh, Tom Cruise is in, like, despite my feelings about Tom Cruise, Tom mm-hmm. Cruise is in freaking everything. <laughs> I, I I don't think that would have been a good choice though. Right, I think he was in Cats. Uh, yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. Uh, that would that would explain so much about Cats. Yeah. So Tom um, Cruise for one. That is Tom Cruise that was for approached. one. Approached. Okay. I'm gonna go with. I am gonna go with Will Smith, and the reason I'm gonna go with Will Smith is okay. because, uh, otherwise, like if I was devising this question and mm-hmm. i had to make up three fake ones sure i think i would w- i don't think i would make up will smith because mm. i think it would feel too far out in left field right like it would feel so obvious that that wasn't it that right. i wouldn't even bother putting it in so i <laughs> so i think that strangely that that's actually a correct answer sure sure um <sighs> the final answer I don't know. I'm I'm for the final answer, I'm down between uh Gerard Butler and okay. and DiCaprio. Okay. Um and again, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with DiCaprio okay. just because he is such a big name that I I think most films are offered to DiCaprio first. Mm. Right. So that's so that's that's my list. Will Smith, right. Tom Cruise, and DiCaprio. All all of which I think I don't know, this is interesting. All of which I think would be the wrong choice. Right. Um but I've got more about that later. So. Sure. Those are the three. Wow. That yeah. was a lot of that was a total freaking stab in the dark. So that's I'm good. Kind of, yeah, I, I would agree with you. Whether I love this movie or hate it, I do think they would have been a different fit and I think the wrong fit. Yeah. Um but 
yeah, ultimately that's good. There were more, but these were the three in the options of six. Um, right. Do you know if this film won any Oscars? It was nominated for eight. Uh, I know that she won. I know the song won. Okay. Um, do you know if any others won? I don't know if any others. Uh, so, I mean, you asked if, I mean, the answer to your question is yes. Okay. You asked, do I know if it won any Oscars? <laughs> y- yes. Yeah. I, think I don't know how many, but I do know, I do know, yes. So it did not win any more than the best song. Okay. Or best original song. Right. I think what I'm surprised about was how many nominations it got. Not not that I don't think it was worthy. I'm not saying, I'm not getting into that territory. I think I just didn't pay attention during that Oscar season, but just with how many kind of big ticket nominations it got. Like I it assume, wasn't like I assume it got a best actor and a best actress. Yes, that's the thing, yeah. right? Best picture, best actor, best actress, best supporting actor with Elliot. Yeah, okay. So that's like, surprising. I mean, best supporting actor always confuses me a little bit. <laughs> like sometimes it's like, yeah, okay, but I don't know. There's not, you know, like an Oscar though. Like, yeah, they're in it, but. Mm-hmm. Were yeah. they in it enough to get an Oscar? Like I, you know. Yeah, sometimes these things are a little ambiguous, but I think I was just surprised. I don't. I didn't realize it hit that many big ticket Oscars. Okay. The final question. This one, I think you'll hit. It's quite low hanging fruit, but I think for the purpose of our viewers, there might be one or two people who don't know this. Avengers. Okay. This is now like last uh, last week or whenever we did the 2019 film. I did some trivia based on the year that we were covering. So this is a 2018 movie trivia question in general. Okay. And it has to do with Avengers Infinity War, which came out in 2018. I remember. It grossed $2 billion worldwide. I remember that as well. At the time, it became the fourth movie to surpass that milestone of making $2 billion. What were the first three films? Can oh, you... you son of a bitch. Um, you, know, you know this. You know which the first three were. I know for a fact. I mean, Avatar. Yeah, this, that's one. Um, See, because here's the thing. Just because they were highest grossing doesn't mean they, mm. like, because of inflation and stuff. This is not uh, adjusted to inflation. This is just, did you earn a billion bucks, two billion bucks or not? Two, two. Yeah. Um, oh. You you know this. I, I know okay. you. Okay. I know you know this. So, so Avatar. Yep, that's one. 33% right there. Right. <laughs> Titanic. Two out of three, sixty-six percent. Just one more. And the Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Okay, absolutely. Uh, very close. I'm looking, and it's the difference of like twenty million bucks between Force Awakens and Avengers: Infinity War. Oh. But yeah, those are at the time those were the chump top change. Four. Yeah, just chump change. That's not nothing to write home about, really. Yeah. Cool. Good job with the with the trivia. Good job. Thanks. Um. So, so okay. So the thing I wanted to say. Yes. Oh, about B. Cooper. Yeah, I don't think I would have cast. Like, I don't think any of those other ones were the right choice. I don't think so. 
No. But would you have, like, prior to watching the film, would you have cast Bradley Cooper? Mm. So The guy from 40-Year-Old Virgin and <laughs> whatever other comedies he's in? So the one thing I'm going to say, obviously not. Like, obviously he doesn't come to mind as the first. The one thing I will say is when I watched this film and I thought, what an interesting role he's portraying. It's not out of his element or not out of his bag of tricks because there was a film he portrayed. He was like a army GI or something. Was it American Sniper? Right. And, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was just another role where it's what I have pictured pretty boy Bradley Cooper playing like a really grisly ripped American soldier. No, like not in a hundred years, but he did it right. very well. So it's kind of like the confirmation bias of when I saw him in um, A Star is Born, I'm like, oh yeah, he's he's totally pulling this off. He's, he's it. But w- if I was writing on a piece of paper, who would I recommend or think that should portray this role? He wouldn't have been on the list. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I forgot about American Sniper. Right, right. And I feel like before um, before American Sniper and before A Star is Born, I feel like Bradley Cooper just generally, as far as his roles he, he was portraying, he was just on the edge of glory. Right. Kind of uh, broadening his, mm-hmm. his film repertoire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. Ultimately, what do you think of this film? Uh, I mean, I think it's masterfully made. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you want more than that? Like, you... <laughs> I think that about wraps it up. Like, yeah. what more well, needs to be said? Thanks for listening. Thanks. No. Um, <laughs> no. uh, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, so I, I, I love this film. Sure. Yep. I hate the feeling that I have when the movie's over because of the ending. Mm. Okay. Um, yep. Not because I think it's a bad ending. Okay. It's just an ending that doesn't make you feel good. Sure. It's not a happy bow on it ending. No. Oh, no. Um, no. And it hit me really, really hard because I was... Uh, this, this movie's attempts to suck me in and get me invested and make mm. me care about the characters sure. were a hundred percent successful. Um, hmm. So hmm. when Jack had gone through rehab right. and was turning everything around, right? Uh, I was so happy. Oh yeah. My heart yep. was so full and, and, and just in a, such a good place. Oh yeah. Uh and then as quickly as that <laughs> comes on it's it's ripped away from you again oh, when yeah. Jack takes his own life. Yeah. Um but I still think it was done really really well. Um I think I I'm not surprised that Gaga got a nomination for best best actress. Okay. Um Something I've always said about this film is for someone who's not a singer, Bradley Cooper sings in this movie amazingly. Mm, Um, And and for someone who's not first and foremost an actress, Lady Gaga is incredible in this movie. Right, yes. 
Yeah. Incredible. That's true. Because, um, yeah, it's two professionals kind of endeavoring into a foray that's not really their own. Like, yeah, like Bradley singing right. her acting. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, as far as Bradley Cooper in this film, though, um, <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's so, it's so obvious to me now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I knew it going in. Right. But if, if, if I had just been plopped down mm-hmm. and, um, and, and, and this movie had just been put on in front of me. Sure. A, a combination of his acting, yep, his accent, which yeah. he did vocal coaching with in order to lower his voice an octave, right, <laughs> right, and the makeup work that's done mm. on him, yep, to give him that kind of um, blood vesseled, like like he, mm. he, you look at him and you go, this is someone who's who's been an alcoholic for 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, all of those things combined, because of all of those things, if someone were to just plot me down and put the movie on, mm. I, I'm i not 100% sure how far into this film I would get before I would go, wait a second, is that Bradley Cooper? <laughs> right. I'm right. serious. Right. I, it's, he tr- he's so transformed right. himself through his voice, the fact that he's singing, yeah. a different look than than you're familiar seeing him in. Uh, That's fair. I, yeah. The beard. Yeah. Like, honestly, I, I'm i so... Because sometimes the problem is, like, you put an actor in a movie. Right. And, uh, and I think this is one of the reasons why it wouldn't have worked with Will Smith. It wouldn't have worked with, mm. with DiCaprio. Right. Um, is that... You know, you, you sometimes when when a name gets so big, it's no longer mm. uh, it's no longer Jack the singer from yep. Star Is Born. It's yep. Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. You lose. You don't have that disbelief anymore with the audience. Right. It's Where, whereas yeah. I can watch this, and in my mind, this guy and the guy that voices Rocket Raccoon are two mm. entirely different. Right. Ent- entities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Hmm. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I think it's amazingly done. Those um, are some interesting points. Yeah. I I think uh, completely unabashedly, Shallow is my go-to karaoke duet song. If mm. I can find someone to sing Shallow with me. Wow. Uh, and I do the Bradley Cooper part because sure. that's the part I've practiced. Right. Uh, and I'm... I just I don't have the singing talent to do the Lady Gaga part, right? Uh, but no. boy, if I could, then then that would be because it's it's clearly the more impressive. Path, oh yeah, for sure. Is her hitting some of those notes? Yeah. Um, I think the music's great. I think the 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 songs, um, particularly that he sings are a reflection of his character. Like, I think there's a lot of layers to it all. Sure. Um, he sings that song, um, Maybe It's Time to Let the Old Ways Die. Yes. It takes a lot to change a man. Hell, it takes a lot to try. Yeah. Like, that's just so well-layered. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it recurs in the film, like, and it has different, it's a motif, and it has different levels to it every yeah. time. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but I think it's good. I think I think it's a, a, the movie is a commentary on relationships. It's oh, a commentary yeah. on addiction. It's a commentary on the music industry in general and mm. the idea that music is becoming less about uh, like like Ali's career when she ends up with that manager. Um, yeah. It's it's the, the the industry is becoming less about the uh, your ability and the complexity mm-hmm. of your songs and in a, a technical breakdown of the quality of the music you're producing. Um, it's it's become about sales. It's become yes. about w- what sells and right. and and that is what success is now. Right. Um, right. And. And so, yeah, that just like I think you take an amazing story that um, I didn't know he was. I guess he dies in all of them. I um, so I and, was actually curious myself because I was like, yeah. okay, how much are they string a different or apart? And yeah, he does die in all. Yeah, of Yeah, so he, he dies to, in all of them, but it's it's different, different every degrees. time. Like yes. it sounds like they've changed it up every time he dies differently. Well, um, two two times it's similar. Is it okay? But but, but, but o- yeah. often he dies differently. The characters will have different names. Often right. it's yeah. like it's not always country music. It's you know. Right. So so every time they've done the movie, they've done it differently. Sure. I this is the only one I've seen, and so the fact that um, the fact that I had no knowledge of the story going into it meant right. I, yeah I was I was blindsided by the death. Right. Um. And so it's got an ending that I didn't expect. Right, and so I think you take all of those elements, and then you layer in. Um, I mean, even like I don't like Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's great in this movie. <laughs> he was. It was a little bit of an eyebrow raise. I'm like, what are you doing here? You're like, holy, what Dave Chappelle? Did what? you take a uh, wrong turn at the studio and yeah, go into the wrong room on on stage making jokes about <laughs> weed? Like is, this is exactly man. Talk about stretching your range. Yeah. Um, I, so so, take all those elements, sure, and then layer in the fact that I can't pick out a bad performance in this film. Sure, um, to me makes it makes it golden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's it's all valid. Um, but well, okay. So I, I'm going to run through some things that I that's think are all good. valid. But you're an idiot. <laughs> that's all valid, but it's and wrong. Let me explain to you why. Let me tell you, boy. No, uh, and I don't have major flaws. Uh, I'll get into why maybe I don't like, didn't appreciate it as, as much as I maybe should have. So I'm going to say some okay. good things first. All right. That's so obviously, a yeah, good place, you know, g- get get all the nice stuff out of the way start. so that you can, yeah, get all the nice stuff out of the way so you can just leave us all it. with a sour taste in our mouth. Listen, you, know? you want some yeah. sour grapes. You know, so, this was good and this was good, but what a piece of shit of a film, and that, <laughs> that'll do it for me until next week. See you, boys. I don't, so, know why, I don't know why I did a Southern, that wasn't like, well, there wasn't a, con- I don't think there was a connection in my brain where it was like, mm. oh, I need to I need to portray an asshole right now to <laughs> get out the Southern voice. Like, that was... You know, the first it was just that the came go- to mind. It was just the go-to voice. Sorry. Right. So obviously, first and foremost, you touched on this. Just the commentary on substance abuse and addiction. And it's it's just tragic and it's ripple effects on a human being's life. It's heartbreaking and it's heartbreakingly real. And the one thing I'll say is whether it's good actors' performances or this storyline alone, I'm not sure if that alone is enough to make a movie good or not. I'm not sure. But that was something that was well done. Um, 
I do. Wait, sorry. You're saying, you're saying good. You don't know if good story and good performance is enough to make a movie good. Is that what you're saying? I'm not sure. No, sorry. Like, I'm not sure if just all good performances and one good storyline okay. is enough to totally say it's a good film. Sure. Okay. Um, I do have an appreciation just for this line about where he's in the restaurant. And he's like, look, everyone in here has talent, but it's about having something to say to go along with that talent. And I'm not sure if that's in any of the other films or not, or if that's unique to this, but I did find it interesting. Um, I think the most emotional takeaway scene that I walked away with saying, I feel emotionally connected to this scene in the film. And just from a filmmaking perspective, I thought very well done was in the final performance when Lady Gaga is performing her song. And then instead of just finishing out the song as her on stage, it cuts to her singing it with him at their home. And I I thought that was very well done. And that's interesting because that's actually the one performance of hers in this movie (laughs) that just because she performs it, like she does different stuff with her voice right? in this one. And so it, it was the one performance that, Maybe I just don't understand that musical technique. Um, right. But it was it was the one performance that didn't do it for me. I but actually should clarify. I didn't I didn't actually enjoy the whole performance. I I only liked the segment and the aspect of cutting away to the emotional connection of that song to her. Right. Okay. If it had just been the performance, I think it would have been just average. Um, one thing that I I really. I will get to some bad things. I swear I swear there are bad things that I don't enjoy about this film. But just how the only scene where I feel we truly see a happy, complete, not even complete, but a happy, like, smiling Brad Cooper is on the stage when he brings Lady Gaga on for the first time and they yeah. sing their duet. Like, you you don't realize it at the time and then you realize it by the end of the film. Like, he he was never really truly, sincerely glowing except for that one scene right and i and and i love like the great thing about that scene mm-hmm. it, this is this is one of those scenes where i think uh lady gaga's performance like this may be the scene that sealed her nomination for best actress mm. because just her like i love the moment when she like she starts singing and then like puts her hands over her face like and right. and like just this what the hell is happening moment. <laughs> right. Right. Like yesterday I was I quit my job as yeah. a waitress and now I'm on a, yeah. a stage in yeah. a stadium singing my song which right. yesterday wasn't even actually a full song and right. now I'm singing it to like it's it's just this incredible overwhelmed like you can feel her energy uh in in that moment. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. Um, as far as things that I think, I think ultimately there's nothing that I can point out particularly that was bad on its, uh, on its own. I think comparing it to other movies that are similar for certain reasons, I think I maybe just was less drawn into this. So I, for some reason, this movie did remind me a lot of La La Land. Just you have, it's an improbable love story the partners are finding a challenge being with each other because they can't both succeed in their career at the same time and they kind of take different trajectories. So in the case of La La Land, like their their path takes them on different different 
different ways. Like they don't actually stay right. together. With this one, they were going to stay together, and unfortunately, just due to his addiction and whatnot, obviously they didn't end up together. So I think from for some reason in my mind, I had drew a lot of connections to La La Land, and then when I was watching this, and when I finished, I just didn't feel the same emotional connection to the characters or the film as I did with with uh, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. I think that was ultimately the reason I don't like La La Land. Oh. Is that they don't stay together. Like, right. I, I hate right. movies where they don't stay together. Yeah. It's... Right? It's, and and although, yeah. although in A Star is Born, they're technically not together in the end, that wasn't a choice. Like, that was... No. You know, they're, no. they're still... They're still together, even though, well, yeah. right? Like it's more he never stopped. He yeah. never stopped loving her, and she never no. stopped loving no. him. But yeah, like in you know, and I hate to do this, but mm-hmm. lo- like Lost in Translation, <laughs> the movie ends, and you're like, right? Okay, so but like, what are you? Right. Are you leaving your significant others to be together, or do you like? Right. Do you, have you swapped email addresses? Like what? <laughs> like. The one distinction, the, the one distinction to La La Land and Lost in Translation, as I will say, just La La Land, they did still love each other, but they chose to branch off, and we will never know what would have been. Right. My um, one exception to this rule is the movie The Breakup. Have you seen The Breakup? I have. It was like on a bus trip in high school, so I wouldn't say I'd be able to comment on it with much knowledge. Right. So I saw The Breakup actually, interestingly, in Ottawa. Um, mm. On the grade eight, my grade oh. eight Ottawa trip, I guess nice. at some point there was a, a an opportunity. <laughs> there was like th- three movies showing. Sure. And uh, and I don't know. It was part of our Ottawa trip itinerary because sure. I like I sure. we ran out of museums or something. I what a stupid thing to have <laughs> us all go do when we're in Ottawa. But it anyways, is it, of all the things to do, all of the guys went to go see. Uh, Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Oh, okay, yep. And all of the girls went to go see The Breakup. Right. But I also went to go see The Breakup. Nice. Because I didn't really care about the cars, and I heard that you get to see Jennifer Aniston's butt. (laughs) And so I was in, like, grade eight, and I'm like, Oh, yeah. Screw cars. Like, what are you... Yeah. Priorities. Like, I've seen cars. And so... um, but anyways, the great thing about that movie is there are a couple, they break up, they spend the whole movie, neither of them really kind of truly mm. wants to break up, but they're still sure. breaking up. Anyways, the movie ends and they don't yep. get back together. Right. Uh, yep. And to me, I don't know why that's an exception to me, but to me, I enjoyed that movie. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah. continue, good sir. Continue. So another comparison that was made to my, in my mind was Bohemian Rhapsody. And okay. I th- I, I could be I'm trying to remember they didn't actually sing the the audio like the the queen songs in that film am I correct they used the queen superimposed music and they just kind of lip sync to it right uh so the audio the singing audio in that film comes from three places okay uh there are some queen recordings mm mm-hmm. Um, like Live Aid and, and whatever else, our Queen recordings. Right. Um, some of the times where he's just like warming up his voice mm-hmm. or, or doing whatever, that is Rami Malik. Sure. Um, and then there is a guy on YouTube who I am blanking the name of right now. Oh, hmm. frig. Um, but he is like the world's greatest um, 
uh, Freddie Mercury impersonator. Oh, cool. Um, and so they brought him in, and he did like when they're um, when they're in the club at the beginning, and they're singing "Keep Yourself Alive" and stuff like that. Songs right. that we wouldn't have uh, proper recordings of. Right. He did those. Right. Okay. So this is it's it's, it's another compliment, but it's doubled by something kind of negative. So obviously the compliment to Star is Born is that these actors did the like did the audio for their songs. Like it was them singing and it's talented, it's wonderful. That is I can't take away from that. The one thing that I feel like maybe sometimes I just felt a bit little dragging were some of these songs were just like a complete full song. It's within Bohemian Rhapsody, you kind of cut to a song or it's kind of cut in sequence where you're listening to the song, but something else is happening in the film. And I just wonder if just from a tempo and a flow point of view, I think A Star is Born kind of dragged at times, if that makes sense. Oh, really? Yeah. And that's so interesting because to me, it's the opposite. To me, any of the songs in Bohemian Rhapsody where they didn't show you the full, like, I mean, Mm. you, you also have to remember... Bohemian Rhapsody ends with a 19-minute continuous shot of Live Aid. That's true. Right, where they just show you, like, four full songs. Yep. Um, And I'd say that's the exception to the film. I I would say that's the exception. Yeah, and it totally is. But I don't know. Yeah, whenever they just show me a snippet, um, and they do it sometimes in... uh, in Walk the Line, which is one of my favorite movies, where they'll just like come in partway through a song, or they'll fade out at a point. And I'm like, ah, oh, no, like, <laughs> oh, just come on for another twenty seconds. You're right. almost at my favorite part of the song, or you're almost, right. you know, right. So, and I know it's apples and oranges because it's classical like music, whether it's Queen or jo- Johnny Cash, compared to new songs that don't have as much nostalgia to us. So, right, yeah, for sure. Um, the the other thing, and I know I could go on like a million reasons here about why it kind of dragged for me, but I'm going to, it's a bit of a rhetorical question, okay? And it's, I'm not trying to set up your comment for remakes, which maybe I am, but I'm not, that's okay. not my intention, but it could oh, be, okay. it right. could be sitting right. up, maybe not. Um, just with, there's three additions to this film prior to this. So I'm not saying that these actors don't have the talent to perform this or do this, but like Bradley Cooper said, where he said, yes, everyone in this restaurant has talent, but you have to have something to say. Was there really something to be said for this film being completed a fourth time? Um, and, and, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not saying, oh, they shouldn't remake it because it was perfect the last time. Or they they've ruined the 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 legacy of the previous ones. Or Barbara Streisand will be the only female lead in this these movies for me. Like I'm not saying that. I'm just wondering, did this need to be done? Yeah, and I'm not trying to I leave mean, you. I'm not trying to leave you speechless here, as I really try and get in all the Lady Gaga references. <laughs> uh, I mean, no. Yeah. Okay. Does does any uh, does any film need to be remade? Well, probably not. Sure. Um, and then my question would be, uh, <laughs> like, there's been well, no, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Like, my mm-hmm. question is, there's been four Phantom of the Opera movies, right? 
did those need to be, you know, like there's been uh, one, two, three, four, five, six different Oliver Twist movies. Right. Um, The Great Gatsby's been done, redone more than once. Yep. Um, You know, and so it's like my thoughts are, no, probably not. True. Um, But again, remakes are, you know, like you're... Your favorite Robin Hood movie probably isn't like Robin Hood was probably remade several times before they made the one that's your favorite. Mm, right. Right. Yep. Um, uh, Frankenstein. If people have Frankenstein movies that they enjoy, Les Mis. Right. Les Mis has been made six times. Well, <laughs> yeah. is, is your right. favorite Les Mis the 1934 one? <laughs> Or are are you glad that they did it six times, right? King Kong, I Peter Jackson's right. King Kong is a masterpiece. It's a yes. marathon, but it's a masterpiece. Right. Um, right. Yeah, fair enough. But, I mean, King it's Kong's just a been made 300 times. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, so, I, yeah, I, I mean, it's interesting. A Christmas mm-hmm. Carol, right? Like, the list goes right. on and on of, of right. films that it's like, oh, yeah. they've remade this a lot. <laughs> Right. Why do they why do they keep remaking this? Why didn't they just stop on the eighth one when they made the best one? <laughs> it's like, well, you know, I I don't know. Right. I don't know. To me, I, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I think it's that's that's hard to gauge. Yeah. You know, so I think ultimately it was an okay movie. I just think for reasons also it it this film and I had a bit of a bad romance because I watched it two years wow. after Wow. <laughs> I watched wow. it. I watched it two years after it came out. Right? What a shallow <laughs> comment. <laughs> you know what? Just dance. No, um, no so, I will not. <laughs> you know, it's been two years, so the shallow has obviously reached my ears more than once. So I'd argue that's maybe one of the most emotional songs from just a song by itself, where it right. conve- where it is in the storyline. So there's something that I didn't get to experience untainted. There's also right. there's also this film is the fourth time it's been made, so it's been leaked out like what happens in the end. So there's there's just it's Oh, you knew? You knew he was going to die? So yeah, here's a shout out to my coworker Jackie who literally ruined this film for me. Damn someone, it, Jackie. Someone lent me the the DVD and uh, they were like, oh, or have you finished watching the film yet? And Jackie was like, well, it doesn't matter. He dies anyway. And I was like, are you kidding me? Jackie, do you? Oh, like, my. Yeah. You, so where's, where, uh, <laughs> where does, where does Jackie live? I will give you her address and her list right. of worst fears. Yeah. So, and, uh, phone number and all that, all, all that, that good stuff. Friggin' Jackie. Oh my. So I, I will acknowledge it wasn't maybe at a level fa- play, like a fair playing field of. Sure. You know, there was probably some things working against it, so Didn't don't take my criticism. Yeah, don't give me take my criticism and my negative score I'm about to give it personally because I do think everything you said about it being a good film and the good portrayals and just everything that was dealt well done, I can't argue with. It was well done. It just personally That's to fair. me didn't didn't uh, didn't equate. That's fair. I yeah, yeah I you know uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised. The one thing, like, it got into substance abuse and different things of like the pop life. I'm surprised it didn't get into paparazzi. Wow, that's 
Do you have? Do you have like? Are these all written down? No, not at all. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, I'm. I I might be scrolling here, but I, it's not written down. So something interesting, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I don't really know what this means. Is it is it a love game thing or no? I'm just about done with you. So. <laughs> okay, but you're, we're still on the telephone. Um. As I was saying, yes. One of one of uh, something that um, so I I don't know if this is a good thing. I don't know if this is a bad thing. Okay. I don't know what okay. this means. Okay. Um, okay. But after, as a result of having watched this movie, mm. my go-to drink is gin on the rocks with a twist. Oh. Hmm. And it wasn't before I watched it. So it, and it's not like interesting. You know. Yeah. yeah. So the the drink that he abuses, I was like, oh well, you know, I like gin. Right. I should I should try this. Right. And yeah, now it's like this is incredible. Hmm. I've got so. one final question. Actually, let's give. What would you give this out of ten before we go any further? Um. 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 An eight point five. Cool. Cool. I. I gave it in, I'm I'm kind of between two, so it's like a low four out of ten. Okay. So it's just barely in the rent, um, but it's it's just slightly above the, I would only watch it at the cottage with no Wi-Fi if there, it was you raining would outside. But you would definitely watch it at the cottage. Yes. Yeah, okay. As, as a side note, I, I've been aware of the flaws of my rating system. And okay. it it might be go be taking a drastic change. Ooh, might be might yeah. be getting the revision, eh? Yeah, uh, this is a shout out to Marshall, fan of the show. He mm-hmm. shared with me his movie ranking kind of algorithm, okay. and I'm not sure if I want to like just completely adopt it or like use it to adapt mine. I'm not sure yeah. which is easier at this point. Pervert just, it a little. Well. You know, I just I'm not trying to get on a big tangent here, but there I just feel like there's flaws to my system in that yes, everything should be rated equally as far as, you know, plot compared to, you know, what I rewatched this and whatnot. But if for that to be not flawed, I literally should rank every single thing in a film and I'm only ranking like nine things, not like twenty seven. Sure. So sure. as a result, sometimes films get like a ten out of ten, which like I really don't think it should be a 10 out of 10, but it just ranks really well, well on my scale. And then there's some right. films that I think are amazing films, but it only gets a 7 out of 10 because one one aspect was, was flawed. So right. stay tuned. Stay okay. tuned. And Marshall, uh, stay tuned because I am going to review it. And I, I'm, I'm not trying to flatter you, but I might just use your ranking system. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, quite a quick question. Yeah. Do you... Something I think is so interesting about this movie. Sure. Um, going into it, okay. uh, or actually coming out of it, mm. if someone had told you okay. that, you know, ah, that's like if you didn't know it was a remake, it had been done a hundred sure. times and, yeah. and all this stuff. Sure. If someone had told you, um, uh, oh, yeah, it was based on a true story. Mm. 100%. You'd go, oh, yeah, I, I. I could see that. Yeah, there's nothing... He's got that feel. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing... I mean, sure, it's a little fantastical about him 
dropping into the random bar, meeting her, and they're bringing her up on stage. But it's not out of this world. And it's right. like any chance encounter is a chance encounter. So sure, it's, yeah, no, I, you know, hey, I, I wouldn't, I don't think it's outlandish if someone said that and I believed them. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, what'd you watch this week, sir? So when we, I've got a weird question. Okay. When we do the what we watch section, can I call you Alejandro? I'm, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I watched, dang, what did I watch? Okay, so I watched your recommendation of, is it 80, uh, no, 33. Assassin 33 AD. <laughs> Assassin 33 AD. I'm not going to get too heavy into it. I Please don't. I will. I want to say some things, and I don't want to rip on this movie just in case there's someone out there that it's their jam. There is, I think it's a Honda Civic in the opening scene, or it's some type of Honda car. Right. I feel that car was probably 80% of the film's budget. Likely. And this is not specifically on this film. I just think the, the flaw, or maybe it's good for some people, but the flaw of B-grade films is they'll portray something horrific. So in this mm-hmm. case, it's like the opening scene of a family in a car crash. And like that's nothing to be taken lightly. That's horrible. Right. But it's the problem with B-grade B, B films is they're, they'll portray things like this and they don't properly root things so that when it happens, you're emotionally you invested. Yeah. It's right. just something that happens on screen. And yep. What would have been emotionally heart-wrenching if done properly was just literally something on screen where you're wondering, what, sorry, what's, what? Sure. Who are these people? Yeah, why do I care? Yeah. I think the only yeah. last thing I'll say is just this film was trying to do too much. I think just do one thing. Don't try and foray into like, well, let's have like multiple universes in time travel and try and like have right. six different storylines of you're trying to, con- it was just too much to follow. And just in B-grade fashion, it was just really not seamless. And I guess I wasn't invested enough to, like, rewatch portions to be like, oh, yeah, what's what's happening here? What's happening there? Right, so right. I gave it a 2.7 out of 10. That's that's high. <laughs> so quickly, like, if in 15 seconds, if you had to sum up what the film is about for the people sure. listening. Sure. W- what is this movie? Basically, um, an individual who owns a company tries to go back in time and kill Jesus and four scientists try and stop him and a security guard gets involved there's time travel there's alternate realities or various timelines that occur and that's that's essentially it right so so based on a true story I guess yeah not the time travel portion to as far as I'm are you sure well I I I don't know uh, I don't know uh, Okay. What else did you watch? So I watched three what films. Did you redeem, what did you redeem your week with? <laughs> so I watched the Lion King 2019 animated film. We've nice. reviewed it. And at we the time, have. my wife didn't see it with us. And okay. it was on Amazon, sorry, Disney Plus, And she's like, I really want to watch this. And I'm like, it's time. Let's do it. And she teared up at portions. And it hit her in the feels where it was supposed to. And... When I watched it again, I'm like, yeah, this is a solid movie. Yeah. Yeah. I also watched, we kind of went on a Disney Plus binge, 
Uh, we also watched The Little Mermaid. And okay. it was okay. I I don't think I've ever really seen it. It is what it is. It's a... I, I'd probably put it at the low brow as far as cartoons, like Beauty and the Beast is at the top. Cinderella's better than Little Mermaid, but Little Mermaid's okay. Okay. And the final film that I think is my recommendation to you only by process of elimination, unless you want Little Mermaid, that's fair game. Um, but it is called Only the Dead Die. Have okay. you heard of it? No. So... It's just a film about a zombie apocalypse, and it has a lot of familiar faces in it. So it's got Bill Murray, it's got Adam Driver, it's got um, oh the, 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 the what's his name, Danny Glover. So a lot of oh I think actually um, who's that girl who dated Justin Bieber, oh, Selena Gomez. That, Selena Gomez. She's in it. So it's just a film, has some interesting actors who I appreciate. I feel like at least I have come aboard the Adam Driver fan club. I hated him in Force Awakens, and then I progressively warmed up to him, and I thought he was an amazing Kylo Ren. And ever since then, I've really kind of just appreciated any film that he's in. Okay. So that's my recommendation. What cool. did you Only watch Only the this? dead die? Only the dead. Sorry, the dead don't die. Sorry. The dead don't die. The dead don't that's... die. That's true. <laughs> what, did, um, what did you watch to see? So you recommended Charlie's Angels to me, but you also, there was a caveat. You said, right. uh, I didn't have to watch it. No, no. Uh, and so I didn't. Cool. <laughs> I had I had exams this week. I was oh, like, yeah. uh, I'm and not going to. And part of the thing was, if you had seen it before, you didn't need to watch it. And right. You, yeah. So I was, I would, uh, yeah, I wasn't going to bust my hump to, you no. know, to watch it. No. Uh, I enjoy it. Sure. I think it's a fun you know mindless action kind of right thing it's it's a, it, an enjoyable watch sure i just didn't have the time oh of course uh so i only watched one other thing and i'm really hoping you haven't seen it okay um okay. it is a film that has johnny depp hmm interesting and a film that has uh uh, uh, hmm. uh, uh, oh, what's his name? Hmm. Um, John Turturro. John Turturro. Do you know him? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. What? Anyways, uh, it's it's a. Oh, is it born this way? No, it's okay. a 2004 film Do you, called oh. Secret Window. <gasps> oh, so you're gonna be happy and disappointed. Okay. The disappointed thing is I've seen it. Okay. But the good thing is I saw it when it came out in like 2004 or 2005. So it's literally right. been 15 years. I was 15 years younger. So I don't th- like I vaguely remember That's, portions that, and I've been meaning that, wait, to rewatch it. Hang on, let me it. just let me just let me just check it. Yeah, okay, that math works. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it checks out, boys. Okay. So either way, you know the twist. I know the twist, but I've still been really wanting to review it because as a kid, I don't think I picked up all that it was laying down. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm 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 happy that our our needs are aligning because I've been wanting to review rewatch that film. Nice. Hmm. Well, you're I'm I'm here to serve. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Do you uh, have any other shout outs besides the several that you've given? 
<laughs> how how full that like I do have one I should probably give one. So this is actually to Marshall's wife. Um Marshall, Jesse and I did kind of like a remote viewing of a film together and we've been coordinating this for quite some time and I I'm talking a couple weeks. So we okay. we went down like we it took us so long to get to a final film of what can we all agree on to watch? What's a good date? What snacks should we all be eating so we're all getting the same experience like it was it's it's been planned quite down to the wire. But nice. But we we sat down and to start watching the film, and then there was a bit of a hiccup as far as how we were actually going to all watch it, just because some people had some streaming services that had the film, some people didn't, some people were going to have to like buy the film for like twenty five bucks, and that's a bit much of an ask for a film that you don't even know if it's good or not. And what movie was it? The Dead Don't Die. Oh, okay. Yeah. And literally, so literally, like how many people does it take to screw in a light bulb? It's kind of one of those situations. So the three of us couldn't figure something out that took us three weeks. Literally, Marshall's wife came on screen for like one second and said, oh, it's like right there. Why don't you just do this? Right. She fixed it for you. She fixed it in like one second. And it's it's slightly heartwarming that she was able to do this. But it's also embarrassing that three grown ass men couldn't. So, um, hey. As the universe should be. Yeah. So thanks, Amanda. You you're the best. Hmm. Cool. Uh. Yeah. I think. Cool. I think that's about it. Yeah. There's one other thing I want to say. Oh. Okay. Was it that? Is um, it that you're born this way? It's not. <sighs> uh, <laughs> continue. Wow. Continue. Um. At some point. Sure. In the next, probably two weeks. Hmm. Um, we are going to do a live stream. Yes. Uh, probably on Facebook. Probably. Uh, for several hours. Mm-hmm. Like five, maybe six. Right. Uh, and we are going to, uh, take all your movie questions and chat with you live and hang out and just talk about a bunch. We'll have a bunch of movie topics of our own to chat about. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're going to be doing all of this to raise money for a uh, for like the food bank of Canada yes. kind of thing. Can- Canada um, food banks, probably. Canada food banks. Yeah. Um, and so you'll be able to donate money, mm-hmm. um, and all that money goes straight to the charity. Yep. Um, yep. And yeah, and uh, so we hope you come and listen, even if you yeah. don't donate. No. Uh, come listen, hang out with us. Yes. You can submit as many questions as you'd like. We'll mm. we'll talk and answer. Yep. Uh, talk about and answer them all. Yeah. Uh, and so keep your eyes peeled for that. Yeah. It's it's a way for us to interact with you. I think it's uh, we've said it's something fun that we can do together. But ultimately, yeah. we also want to try and do our small part in helping out during this COVID crisis of doing something that can help our greater community. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, should be fun. Stay tuned. Okay, goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.